Today, I'm gonna to talk about living in sync with your cycle, with your menstrual cycle, to get clear on what it is that you need as an individual to heal at different times of your life and throughout the month. So as women, we often, um, we often try to function on only our 24-hour cycle, which is our circadian rhythm. And we also have a 28-day cycle, also known as, the, as one of our infradian rhythms, that is super important to pay attention to. We're not supposed to feel the same every day. For men and for women who aren't cycling, they are on that 24-hour cycle. But for us women who are cycling, we are um, changing and shifting at least four times throughout the month. More than that, we really are so dynamic and we change and we shift all the time. So what I want to talk about today is helping you, helping, um, helping to put together a picture of those changes throughout the month, what happens in our bodies on a physiological level with our hormones and all different things, our hormones, our, um, our energy levels, how we digest different foods, our blood sugar, um, and so many other things change throughout the month. So when you learn to tune in to what's happening in your body throughout the month, it helps you to increase awareness of what you need at different times. And that tool is so invaluable in healing your digestion and taking control of your food sensitivities and your symptoms. So I wanna kind of piece those, those things together. I know that this is something that I didn't tune into until I was taught this by someone else. And as I started practicing it in my own life, I started to see how different I felt. And I also realized that my expectations for myself were always compared to that time of the month where I had tons of energy, I could get a lot done, I was super social, words came really easy. And that's just not the way that it is. That's not a reality all month. So obviously we're each unique and we have kind of different personality traits and things like that that will play into that as well. But there are natural shifts that happen for each of us. So I'm going to kind of go through those four phases and talk a little bit about each one and how we can um, use each one to kind of optimize our energy levels and um, decrease stress work with our digestion. There's all these things that we can do to support each different phase. But really the big picture that I want to communicate is that, you know, just that we can use this tool to increase our awareness and help help you get clear on what it is that your body needs at different times. And once you learn that, you'll have it for life and um, super invaluable. So I'm going to start with the follicular phase, which is the, the beginning of our cycle. So the follicular phase comes right after your, your period, right after your menstrual phase and your bleed. Um, the follicular phase is a time of new energy, new growth. It corresponds with the spring season, also a time of new energy, new growth, a great time to um, plant your seeds of intention for what you want that month and a really good time to kind of start new projects, take on new things, explore, be creative, try something new. Um, so there's lots of different ways you can support that through food. It's a great time to, to kind of focus more on steaming and sauteing versus like roasting and um, 
you know, kind of heavier methods of cooking. So those those lighter lighter cooking methods can really support this phase. Um, with exercise, cardio, it's a really good time to do cardio. You have have really good energy. Your estrogen is building up towards ovulation. So eating cruciferous vegetables, adding in probiotic-rich foods to support your gut microbiome. Like there's lots of things you can do during this phase to support to support your hormones and um, you, your energy and all of those things. So as you do things that, that support each activity, you start to live more in more of a lifestyle that's in sync with what you need physiologically during that time. So it's really connecting to your natural way of being and um, helps you to reconnect with your body and really just to listen. Like that is the most important thing is that this helps you to listen. So what you need might be slightly different than what someone else needs, but there are these general guidelines. Um, so the, the biggest thing is to kind of break out of that mold and learn to listen to your individual body versus saying, this is what I'm supposed to be feeling right now. So the next phase is uh, the ovulatory phase. It's a pretty short phase. Estrogen is really high during this time. So even more cruciferous vegetables, um, which are like broccoli, cabbage, um, Brussels sprouts, things like that, cauliflower, those really help to get rid of excess estrogen, which is a, which is a huge thing for those of us women who have um, estrogen dominance. Like we often retain a lot of that and it can cause a lot of problems hormonally, but also with your digestion. Hormone and digestions are super interlinked. Your gut helps to produce and regulate hormones. Your hormones help with so many processes that affect your digestion and your digestive health as well. So just know that they are super, super um, interlinked. So as we support one, we support the other, which is uh, a really nice thing. So for those of us who have hormone issues along with digestive issues, just know anything that you do to support one will help support the other as well. Um, so during ovulation, it's a, it's, this is the time to be social. So this first half of the phase, the follicular and the ovulatory, or the first half of your cycle, the follicular and the ovulatory phases, those are more outward. You know, like during the follicular phase, it's a great time to get stuff done, try those new things. Both are good times to be social, but during your ovulatory phase, it's when we are the most social. We connect really well with other people, tend to be a little bit more empathetic and understanding of where people are. So this is the time that you want to put on a presentation, do some public speaking, network, um, if those are things that you do with your with your work and then you know just personally connect with friends build relationships um go for a walk be social get out those kind of things is that the ovulatory phase is a very outward phase um for exercise like high intensity exercise is really good and then as far as food eating raw foods and lighter foods although a lot of us with digestive issues don't digest um raw foods as well so be mindful of that you might want to just try lightly steaming and you know really getting the foods to where you can digest them well so again it's trying it and then listening to your individual body um so that's the ovulatory phase after that you move into the second half of your cycle starting with the luteal phase which is also known as that premenstrual phase and this can be a really challenging time for a lot of women um, 
but during this time, there's actually some really amazing things that happen. And it's one of my favorite phases now that I support it. I don't have as much PMS. I really work with my hormones. And so you can really help to bring those symptoms down. And it's also a time, so it's a time to turn inward and think about what you need and, you know, really listen to your body. Don't just plow through. Um, you know, I think we have a tendency to be really reactive sometimes for some of us anyway, during this phase. So it's also a time to just kind of observe and acknowledge and maybe save that important conversation for another time if you're able to, or, um, you know, just focus on the internal work that you can do versus, versus, um, some of the more external actions you could take in, you know, if any conflict arises or any situation arises and then save that for a time that, that important conversation, maybe for a time when, um, you're able to just kind of connect and be a little bit more understanding. So this can really help with building healthy relationships. But I love this phase because it's also a time for deep work. So for my work, I get a lot of writing done, a lot of creating done. It's a very creative phase. So being able to express that really supports the phase, supports the luteal phase. Um, things to eat during this phase are like. Um, roasting is a good roasting and baking are good bake are good methods. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the foods that support the luteal phase, like root vegetables, um, slow burning carbs, not simple carbs, but slow burning carbs because your blood sugar will tend to be much less stable. So again, just listen, you know, and and notice what works for your body, what makes you feel good. Eggs, if you tolerate eggs, this can be a really good time to eat things like that that are warm and nourishing and really good healthy fats and proteins. Um, as far as exercise, this might be a good time to do kind of like a power yoga. I really need exercise during this phase, you know, partly to deal with that the increased emotions and stress and things like that, that maybe I feel, you know, and I just internalize them a little bit differently. So I really need, I really need exercise and I prioritize that during this time, but just listening to what your body needs and then yoga or, you know, maybe going for a gentle jog, maybe not doing quite as intensive of exercise as before, you know, and this just really comes back to, I know for me, I used to think that I needed to do and perform the same thing all the time. I needed to be able to do my exercise and always exceeding my last goals. And when I learned to really listen, I just was able to give myself a break. So that can be so huge. And just saying, this is where I'm at. This is part of the reason that I'm here right now. You know, often it's a lot of things coming together, but this is part of the reason that I'm feeling this way. And here's what I can do to move past it. Um, one other thing I love about the luteal phase is the hemispheres of your brain are closer together during menstruation. They're the closest, but your subconscious and your conscious mind, um, are closer together. So you can actually access things during this phase that you can't access otherwise, you know, and coming back to that creativity and really 
the listening piece too, you can kind of pose a question if you're trying to decide something and say, you know, what is the best thing for me with this? And then just notice if anything comes to you. You can do this with a meditation, you can do it with your journaling, um, and prioritizing self-care during this phase is really important too. So all those things kind of come together and it makes for a really, um, you know, a really good experience during the luteal phase instead of feeling like, oh, I'm premenstrual and all these things are happening and why can't I, you know, why didn't I say that thing the way I wanted to? You know, we tend to get down on ourselves a little bit more here too. So just being aware of that and acknowledging it and then you can do some things to prevent that negative self-talk and those kind of things. So, um, you know, just coming back to listening to what your body's telling you and really supporting and honoring where you're at and knowing that you should not be feeling the same way all the time. Um, you'll have just come out of the ovulatory phase, which is a time when we feel really good and competent and confident. You know, we tend to be more in that space, um, you know, wherever your spectrum of that is, but you tend to be more in that space. So don't compare yourself during the two times. Know that this is a time to reflect and to kind of work on like acknowledging what's coming up. And then during the menstrual phase, it's a good time to shed whatever it is that's not serving you. So like we literally physically shed our lining during that time, you know, that's our bleeding. And it's also the menstrual phase is also a time to shed any of the, like the excess emotional, emotional baggage and things like that. So as you start to, to notice what's happening and then support each phase, it really gets you into a space where you can just feel so much clearer about what you need and where you're at. And um, it's super nourishing on so many levels. So other things during the menstrual phase, this is a really good time to rest, reflect, and you wanna renew. So renew and restore. So this is a time when if you wanna do gentle yoga or exercise, fine, but also just take a nap or take a break, give yourself some time. And if you start doing that during during your menstrual phase, at least, you know, like the first three days of your bleed are often the um, kind of the most intense where you're the lowest energy. I know for me on day four, I start kind of getting my energy back, but um, just knowing that that's going to happen and not putting anything extra on your schedule. Like understandably, we all still have to go to work. We have things we have to do. We have kids. We've got, you know, whatever it is for you, those things have to happen, but just not adding anything extra scheduling in a bath, like put it in your phone and just do it, you know, give yourself time to rest and renew and really like just kind of be in the fogginess of this, these first few days of your menstrual cycle uh, or of your menstrual phase. Um, and when you do that, when you learn to start doing that, you'll actually come into the follicular phase with, with more energy and a clear mind and you'll be in a better place, you know, physically, internally, like you're gonna be in a better place. So it's really, really um, useful in increasing your produ productivity and your efficiency throughout the month because you start to put in like specific things during specific times. So like if I can schedule a time, um, you know, to be social or if I can schedule a time where I'm putting on a webinar or something bigger, then I'll do that during my ovulatory phase if I have the flexibility of 
of um, controlling when that goes in my schedule. So just want to share these tools with you guys. It has been such a powerful thing in my life. And, um, you know, one other thing I want to mention is sleep. Like during the, during your menstrual phase, you need so much more sleep during your follicular phase, you know, still getting seven, eight hours is great, but you can do, you can function more optimally on less, you know? So sometimes I know I'm like, I got six hours and I feel terrible. And then another night I might be able to manage with that. Although I really like seven or eight, I have to say, like I function much better when sleep is when my sleep is good. And I think most of us do. So, um, other benefits of doing this work, like it can help you get super clear, of course, and increase your awareness. And, you know, that was the main thing I wanted to communicate in this video is just how powerful it can be in helping, you know, what you need to move forward and what you need next on your healing journey. It really will help you sort out through all the information and supplements and strategies and techniques and diets and you know all the things that are out there that are so difficult to filter through and know what I need. I mean there's no way to do it all, right? So this is a this tool is invaluable with that, but it can also help you to balance your hormones. It can help you heal your digestion because you're supporting your body through food and you're just knowing what you need to eat in each moment or what your body wants. Like our bodies are so intelligent and they tell us so many things that um, are happening and also for what it, what our body wants and what it needs. And we tend to get in our head over these things. And really the more we can be in our body listening, the better off we're going to be. Stress is going to come down. Your digestion is going to improve so much as you listen and trust yourself. So, um, it'll also help to optimize your energy levels. It can help with time management. Um, and just knowing when to schedule certain things and also knowing what is useful and essential and what's not, because there's so many things that we tend to do that, that we don't really need to do, you know, saying yes, when we don't really mean yes. And, you know, just overextending ourselves in ways that aren't worth it. And then we can't show up fully in other ways in our life. So, um, these tools can be really useful with that. Um, so feel free to reach out if you have questions about this. I know when I learned about it, it was completely new and I just was like, oh wow, this is amazing that there's this tool that can help me access my um, inner intelligence and reconnect with my body and use these things to, to really elevate my life in so many ways. And it has, it has been a huge part of my healing journey and I love sharing this with with other people. So feel free to reach out. Super happy to talk about it. And then of course, if you are interested in diving a little bit deeper or coming up with a plan for your individual healing, um, I offer a free coaching session. So feel free to reach out and I'd love to take that time. We can come up with a plan for you to take control of your food sensitivities and really get a hold on your symptoms so that, um, you know, food and lifestyle and symptoms become, you know, maybe we choose to splurge and then we have them, but also we know how to feel good and to not have them. You know, that's what I want for you is that you have a choice in how you're feeling and that you really feel empowered to, um, be in control of your symptoms and not have your symptoms ruling your life and controlling you. So, um, 
yeah, if you want a free session, comment yes below and I'll be in touch. I can get in touch with you um, for that. And yeah, have a good day today and we'll see you again next week.